500 monkeys jibbing towards agorism. Global warming, climate change or what? Episode 11. So, just before we start, I um, just want to say I've now moved my um, jibcast onto the Anchor platform. I'll put the links in the bottom. Uh, this is mainly due to the fact that um, D-Sound, which I have been using, although it's decentralised, it doesn't actually uh, store the... Um, Jibcast for more than a couple of weeks, which is a bit disappointing, really, because I kind of want it to stay out there and you know, so people can refer back to it, and I can as well. Um, so currently, there isn't an option to store it on the um blockchain. Um, so yeah, I've had to had to move to Anchor, uh, and they just spewed it out to other people. So maybe you're looking at on listening to this on uh, some something else. Uh, so welcome. Check back through the other ones, have a look, see what I've done in the past, and uh, you know, feel free to comment. Check out Decent Loan, uh, mainly Steam, which where I'm, I'm based on, uh, decentralized platform. If you haven't heard about it or um, heard of decentralized platforms at all, go and check it out. It's the way forward. It's uh, decentralized. It's censor free, unlike YouTube and all these, which are censored and you know basically aren't free. And you know, if people start to move away from these corporate controlled censored platforms they'll eventually go and disappear and we won't have the burden of them on our society so yeah check those out put some links in the bottom for you um and um let's get rolling so global warming now it used to be called global warming a few years ago but now it's called climate change and i'm sure you've heard in in newspapers all the kind of stuff recently i mean these kids going out all protesting against climate change, asking governments to do something. Yeah, it's good. It's good. But I, I, I personally don't think uh, the idea is not in the right place. Because the earth is getting warmer, yeah, and some places it's getting colder. I mean, we had snow in Hawaii this year. So, you know, it's hardly, hardly as though um, the world's getting warmer. And they say by... 2030 you know it's gonna how, how can they really tell that you know they, they can they can look at you know patterns and and things but if, if you're actually looking at the patterns and you look at the uh, research it shows that we're possibly going back into an ice age who's right and i think it's better to just adapt to what we've got you know and adapt to what's happening around us rather than think 30 40 years in the future you know we need to sort out some real problems before before we get there which i'll get onto in a sec a lot of people say that global warm stuff's a thing for green tax and it probably is it probably is you know it's probably a benefit having uh electric cars and things it's a bonus yeah uh i definitely agree with it but i i i, I do feel that the um the idea behind it is just to make uh, a lot of people some money a lot of people probably disagree with me, but I, I don't think we've, we have, I mean, it's like they talk about the holding ozone layer, which is apparently healing itself now, which is interesting. Uh, I think atmospherically, like Mother Guy, she can, she can heal this, you know, it's about looking at the real problems. Like, yeah, carbon, carbon, carbon dioxide, that's an easy, easily solved problem, really, other than, you know, the obvious of not cutting down trees. Um, longer grass. Grass is a massive absorber of carbon dioxide. So, you know, everyone's trimming their grass, I mean, these prim and proper um, grasses, you know, grow a bit longer, absorb a bit more uh, carbon dioxide. Easy, happy days. Uh, and also, it's like uh, crops like hemp, 
you know, you can hemp is one of the biggest uh, absorbers of carbon dioxide uh, any other plant. Uh, and then it can be used for clothes and concrete, build houses with it, build cars, build plastic. Yeah. An alternative to plastic, hemp, that is stronger than plastic. I mean, you look back to um, Henry Ford, the original Model T Ford was built out of hemp. I don't know what you call it, hemp plastic or, you know, a plastic alternative. And it was hitting it with a sledgehammer. There's a video on YouTube, it might have been deleted now. You know, and it's stronger than plastic. This material you can make from hemp, yeah, because it's associated with a parent plant that can make you a little bit happy uh, or a little bit lethargic, it's uh, it's banned, so you can't actually grow hemp anymore. Well, it is the most versatile crop in known to man. I'll try and find the links. There's a great um, film I watched a few years ago called A Billion Dollar Crop, and uh, it's, it's mind-boggling what, what hemp can be used for. And it's even more mind-boggling that we can't grow it. Um, it's it's phenomenal. It, it, I just it's almost to say they don't want any solutions, you know, or they make so much money off their bloody oil making plastic that if hemp came in as a mass-produced thing, then maybe they'd lose their money. Maybe that's the real reason behind it, eh? And it's like, well, the, well, the billion-dollar crop story. Cut long story short, it was basically uh, the producer of nylon had a friend or relative in the um, House of Representatives is in America. Um, and basically they'd invented a kind of the early combine harvester and uh, it was going to mass produce uh, hemp crops really. And uh, yeah, they had to stop it because the nylon geezer wanted to uh, wanted to get heads heads up. So uh, they associated with cannabis and drugs, and it was banned. And that's basically the simple reason why we uh, we don't have hemp crops now. It would solve so many problems. Just massive, massive problem would be solved. You know, all this carbon dioxide could be absorbed. You know, and we could make it paper from it, so we wouldn't have to chop down the trees. We could make plastic from it, so there wouldn't be production of more plastic. You know, we could build houses from it, so we need wood for the houses. It's stronger than concrete. It gets harder. Hempcrete actually gets harder as it gets older and more stronger as it gets older. You know, you can make clothes out of it. You can, you know, there's the obvious benefits from the seeds for, um, you know, the health reasons, like a lot of uh, protein in them and magnesium. It's 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 just mind-boggling what the plant can do. Um, but yeah, watch, watch, watch the. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you know. Watch Million Dollar Crop, and you know, I'll, I'll put some links in the in the links below. So yeah, that, that's that's the solution to carbon dioxide. Okay, sorted. Uh, podcast, jibcast over. Um, no. Uh, so so what what do I think real problems are? Well, firstly, one that strikes me, which is bigger than any kind of uh, well, bigger than bigger than any pollution in the sky, bigger than pollution clouds you get in China and all the bad stuff in the air. It's the insects. Where have the insects gone? And you know, there's been uh, there's been lots of reports in the papers about it. There's a wildlife guy called Chris Packham in the UK who's he used to do a kids program. Actually, it's always a bit weird, but anyway, uh, he he started talking about it as well. And the, the thing is, I remember in the eighties when I was a kid cleaning my father's car and get like five pound or two pound fifty, I think, and he'd spend ages scrubbing the dead insects off the off the lights and the, the you know the bonnet and the registration plate 
you know, because you, you go on a motorway journey or even driving through town, but you know, you go up a bit of speed and you know, all these insects are splattering. You know, you'd, 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 you'd see them flying around and so they're, they're like the ladybird invasions of 87, was it? You know, and there's always like loads of moths and you get maybugs and you know, things like this, but you, you don't see them anymore. I think of the last time you went on a motorway journey, and then you know, or if you if you haven't noticed it, look at your lights and your your registration plate. There'll be hardly an insect on there. They're going. They're dying. Why is this? Why is it? You know, it, it's not the pollution in the sky. It's not the pollution from the factories. It's not the pollution from the cars. It's not the methane from the cows and the mass farming, which you know could be stopped quite easily. It's the pesticides. It's the man-made pesticides by companies like Monsanto and Bayer, which is going to produce rewards producing our food, which we're eating, I'll get on to that in a sec, that are killing, killing all these insects. And if the insects go, we're, we're screwed. You know, we, we, are, we are screwed. Between 50 and 90% of human diet comes from, like, plants. The insects pollinate those plants. So if they go, we, we, can't, we can't produce food. And that, that's, that's massive. We, we can't produce food if the insects go. I mean, I'm sure they'll come up with some robotic, you know, fake way to do it, but they'll be full of chemicals. And you think, you know, that's, that's probably pretty bad. And I think I think there's uh, things that four four years or something die out because there wouldn't be food. You know, all the food would die out and we'd kind of slowly follow. But not only that, it's uh, things like the dead trees and things wouldn't decay as quick. Animal carcasses and stuff, there wouldn't be insects to eat them. and bacteria and the kind of fungus and that just things wouldn't, wouldn't disappear it'd just be like dead things lying around because there'd be nothing to eat them we'd probably take that for granted now you know not our compost you know all the insects in there they'd eventually go and it, it, it may you may think it's extreme but we're getting to that stage where you know, it is um is coming to be a problem and like people who don't pay attention you know they'll, they'll just suddenly think shit where have they all gone me, there's a huge difference. It's, it's it's quite a worrying worrying thing, really. It's quite a rapid decrease, really. I mean, uh, from what I've been looking at, you know, the they uh, they do like weight of insects caught in traps in nature reserves uh, over here in the UK, and uh, the average it fell by seventy six percent over the twenty seven years of the research, which that's massive. That is massive. And, you know, in the, in the summer, this went up to 82% of uh, insects uh, decreased. So, I mean, you, you, it's just phenomenal. The, um, and, like, you, you can physically see it. I was uh, out with some, some friends and I pointed this out. And people, they were like, oh, yeah. Well, well, where have they gone? And because, like, you know, it's kind of been over, well, over 27 years, we kind of don't really notice, but... When you stop and think about it, how many insects there used to be, because we're so busy in our daily lives, we don't notice these things, but when you actually take time to think about it, there's hardly any round compared to what there used to be back back uh, back when back when I were a lad. You know, you used to see caterpillars everywhere on plants. I haven't seen a caterpillar in years. There's a few butterflies, you see, but they used to be hundreds. You used to see ladybirds, like loss, you know, because, they, you know, they're, they're about, but like centipedes, you know, things like that. And, you know, I hardly see spiders. You used to see a lot of money spiders and stuff when I was young. Daddy long legs, you know, you, they, they, where have they gone? You just don't see them. And they've been killed by, by all these pesticides. Uh, maybe other things, but that's the main reason. Things with pesticides is it's, 
it affects us too because basically what the pesticide does when they they genetically modify the, the crops now so when the insect eats it it basically explodes their stomach and intestines apart and they die and that's basically what these uh, these pesticides do and now there's lots of reports in mainly america where the gmos are used more of uh, increases in like intestinal problems and people having holes in their intestines like children having holes in their intestines i mean come on people aren't making these links and they it, apparently the the pesticides don't don't get into human you know, humans you know, system by eating them well you know look at the evidence come on that's absolute bull and people people need to wake up to the fact that these these plant food companies why we call them these monsanto murderers basically are just lying lying they are they're killing off life on this planet so yeah i mean it's a massive problem i think um and you know obviously uh, this gets into the food chain and if insects go then not only do we have the problems of the decomposition that i've spoken about and you know and the lack of pollination birds won't be able to eat and the things that eat the insects they you know they'll die out because there won't be as much for them to eat and it's, it's happening already certain birds in the uk are beginning to disappear because there's not the foods it's it's shocking and obviously everyone knows about the bees and the kind of the bees dying uh, and this again is pesticides and there's a book i shall put in a link uh called bees actually i can't remember the off the top of my head but it's a fiction book but it really illustrates uh the point of uh how um radio masks and stuff affects them as well um but also pesticides you know and it's quite interesting read it's 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 a big problem that and i think this this is uh, more of a problem than the pollution from cars and stuff so we, we need we need to consider that and uh the, the next next major problem i see is the plastic they they discovered the other day i mean everybody knows about the uh, the island the floating islands it's, it's just just sickening to see floating islands of plastic it's it's horrible we're, de we're destroying this planet and again killing the animals and the fish you know it's just it's not right the really shocking thing about plastic was a plastic bag was uh, photographed on the marina trench uh, this was about a month ago that's the deepest deepest part of the ocean and Damn, that's bad. That's bad. I've looked a bit into this, and just a few, a few facts about plastic. Eight million metric tons are thrown into the, the ocean annually. No, eight million metric tons, and then these all breaking into tiny little pieces, probably you know, smaller than your fingernail. Hey, the the uh, the fish think it's plankton; they eat it. So you know, those who eat fish are eating plastic, basic. Um, basically, every every minute, one garbage truck of plastic is dumped into our oceans, and all this this is set to increase tenfold by twenty twenty. You know, it's getting more. We're not we're not stopping it. We're not decreasing it. We're more more plastics going in, and like the Marina Trench, it's uh, eleven kilometers down, and they're finding plastic in there. I mean, it's it's a shock. These marine animals, you know, they can't see was plastic you know they can't digest it and basically there's, there's a whale found in norway i think and died obviously washed up on the shore full of plastic full of plastic and so basically died on plastic it's 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 horrible and when you're eating fish you're eating plastic so yeah it's it's 
it's a massive problem. It kills the corals, it kills everything, and the water's like the, it's a source of all life. So if we destroy, destroy the water, you know, destroy the animals in the water, it's, it's, it's gonna kill us too. It's not something we can just look over. They're saying between 2015 and 2025, the plastic pollution is gonna treble. So they're, they're trying to stop polluting cars, they're trying to, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing anything about this? Like I, I a couple of years ago, wrote a letter to um, the, well, my local MP. This is before I could have realised they actually do nothing. And she sent a letter to the Department of Health, whatever it was, whatever they call themselves at that point in time, asking why, why can't supermarkets go plastic free? Why can't they make a law? that you know, everything has to be plastic-free or recyclable or decomposable. And basically, the answer that came back was, they're trying to, but the supermarkets basically is too too much for them, too expensive for them. So basically, the supermarkets, it just shows our government have no, or any government have any control over anything. It's the corporations that control them. They want to make profit for them to actually do something that to save us the environment is going to cost them. So they won't do it. And that's that's a simple thing of uh, why 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 it's happening. Yeah, and it's we need to work on our oceans really. And it's not I mean it's not just the ocean, but you know that's where a lot of it ends up. I mean a lot of it gets burned, and and then you you have you have this idea of we'll make stop a single use plastic, we'll make multi use plastic. So let's make it harder, thicker, and stronger, and uh, so it'll take longer to decompose. Because people just think, oh, well, we'll still chuck it. It still ends up in the bloody sea, doesn't it? It just sees it a few more times. So people fall for these little kind of solutions that apparently it just makes no sense. Stop single-use plastic so we'll have something that's going to make the problem worse of what we're trying to solve. Just the mind boggles, the mind boggles why people fall for this. Like you say, it's it's... People, you know, if they just took their own pots or their own jars to shops and you weighed out what, what you needed. I mean, this is why I still go to supermarkets mainly because they just, they're such a wasteful, wasteful place. Great thing is it could easily be stopped if people actually uh, decided they want to do something about it. And if you're listening to this, stop shopping at supermarkets. Stop. It was in episode nine. Us, uh, what what aggressive things are you doing? I spoke well, for the British public. Things like Riverford, they deliver organic veg, which we should all be eating organic. I mean, the amount of pesticides and food in food is you shouldn't be eating that stuff anyway. Um, and yeah, it may cost you ten pound more, but you're probably not going to die of cancer. So it's worth it. Uh, they send on, you know, in a box, cardboard box, some veg, not using any plastic. They buy Whole Foods online. They do use some plastic, but they're getting better, and they're using um, decomposable like materials to wrap their food. So we need to promote these companies and stop stop the polluting ones. You know, stop the ones that are using plastic. Just stop using them. Yeah, that's the only way. You know, doing a little protest here and sending letters ain't going to do anything. Just stop using them. They, you know, this this is how the the algorithm works, in my opinion. You change, and I I don't want to be associated with all these plastic goods, so I'm going to stop using them. It's that simple. And this is what people should be doing. Look at that Jibcast, the episode nine. The links are there for the if you're in the UK, and uh, if you're not, then I'm sure you can find ones in your own country.
yeah, and I'll, I'll put, I'll, I mean, I'm still looking into uh, ways to sort the ocean. It's, 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 it's a scary problem, and it's been going on for decades. And it's, it, it, it's, um, I mean, there was one fact. It was uh, the ocean contains one ton of plastic for every three tons of fish by 2025. And uh, by 2050, there'll be more plastic in the ocean than fish. By 2050, at current rates, there'll be more plastic in the ocean than there will be fish. I mean, that's that's just that's just 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 crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, we need to stop it. You know, stop using plastic. There's no need for it. There's alternatives. Um, plenty of alternatives. Yeah, it's just killing everything. And this is this is more of a problem than polluting cars and stuff and your CFCs. Yeah, they're bad, but, you know, the atmosphere can can heal itself, but the seas can't, you know, there's nowhere for it to go. This brings me on to the, the last uh, last major uh, issue in the climate or the environment. You know, it's environment change. I think it should be called environmental change, not climate change. It's not the climate that's a problem. That's a natural cycle. It's the environmental change, the messing up of the ecosystem that we're doing. And the last one is Fukushima. Now we've just passed uh, the eight-year anniversary of that. Did you realise? No, because they don't talk about it anymore. But it's just as bad. It's still, still being pumped. You know, radiation has been pumped into the ocean daily, daily. Tons and tons of radiation has been pumped into the sea daily. People, people aren't unaware. People have. In 2011, it happened. March 2011 it was. Yeah, people just, oh, yeah, it's all right. They've sorted it out now. No, they haven't. They haven't done anything. They can't. They sent robots in which are melted because of radiation. The wind's moving it around. And it seems like cesium. I think it's cesium-137. is actually on the coast of America now. It's leaked into the sea and gone right across the Pacific Ocean to America. Yeah. And it, it, there's, there's animals like fish with tumours... How, how does people get a tumour? That's cancer. We're giving fish cancer um, through this. Yeah, it was a disaster. I mean, you can go down the down a route of people think that um, it was used the harp weapon. But yeah, I'm not going to go down that road. But I'm just going to say it's the biggest disaster ever to happen to humanity. Simply because it's getting into the sea and it'll move around the sea and eventually the radiation will destroy all the marine life and the ocean and we won't be able to drink it the problem is they can't get near it and it's, it's still still leaking radiation into the sea daily and this is a problem that we're facing the fact that nobody actually quite knows how to stop it it's it is mind-boggling and in 2017 they took a picture that there's a two meter hole in one of the the reactors that's still leaking. That was in 2017. These holes haven't been fixed. Can't they? Can't get in there to fix it. They they don't know. They don't know what the solutions are. You know, and we're just forgetting about it. But God, I mean, I wouldn't eat fish now from the Pacific Ocean at all. It's just another another reason why why I kind of don't eat meat now. Yeah, and that's not to mention the kind of thyroid cancers in the children that's happening over there. Um, but, you know, this my main point for this is uh, talking about the um, problems of the uh, polluting the ocean, really. 
reports um, by uh, Helen Caldercott, who's done a lot of research into it, that the, they're pumping out water and they're filling barrels and whatever they can with water, but they're running out of space to store this radioactive water. And now they're talking about dumping it in the sea. You know, it's just, you, you can't write this stuff. It's it's a massive, massive, massive problem which is just completely, completely out of control. And you know they're saying they've filtered out all these contaminants, but they haven't. You know there's strontium, cesium, and you know the water is radioactive, but there's not enough room to put more tanks. They, you know, they've just run out of room because uh, there's so much water. It's blue because you know they're pumping water into it to try and filter it, but. It's, it's and they've uh, apparently built a, a refrigerated frozen wall around the reactors to stop stop uh, water getting into the um, water table, you know, natural water table. But this is the thing is this only cut the water by 500 tons a day. You know, 500 tons a day. That's what they've cut it by. Still, they've cut the water um, flow in from 500 tonnes to about 150 a day. So it's still 150 tonnes a day of this radioactive water flowing out. It's, it's, this system, you know, if, if there's a, if there's a, you know, power cut, then that's, you know, back to 500 tonnes a day of shockingly dangerous water flowing around. They've tried to decommission them, but they can't, they can't get anywhere near them. The uh, wiring just melts in the robots, they try and, and get near and uh, no human can go in into the things because within they die within 48 hours this is the level of radiation that's in this place we, we're not told this in the mainstream media but this is the level of radiations that's still there and then this water that's getting pumped out into the pacific we can't be certain exactly what's going in and this is why there's animals and whales with tumors about and just have a little think this is a bigger problem than a few polluting cars or a few cows farting into the atmosphere. The mother guy can deal with that. She can't deal with this radiation. This is where we should be putting our focus. It's, you know, this this is why the government clearly have no no interest in sorting these problems out. It's just uh, it's not not something that's on their agenda which is sad it is very sad but this is reality of it we need to start making changes we're not going to get that by demanding things we're going to get that by making a change we've got to look after mother guy she's that's where all our energy comes from yeah without that energy there we'll all die it's that simple and yeah, it's just not it's quite a morbid podcast but you know this is reality of uh global I'm not even going to call it global warming. I'm calling it environmental change because it's not it's it's not climate change. It's environmental change. We're changing the environment. It's not it's not the climate. You know, the climate's in a natural cycle. We probably have a little effect on it, but we're not being told the truth. And smoking, you know, and the reason they don't tell us about Fukushima is because they don't know what to do. It's a big mess. They, if people knew the reality of it. People actually be doing something about it and want demanding it be done, but they can't. So we need to get the people, the brains on it to try and sort out these problems. Then just whack a massive dome over the thing. But it's the money. Yeah, they can they can get money to go and bomb. You know, they can vent money from the sky to go and bomb things. But when it's something like that, they can't do it.
this is what we need to demand. So, um, basically in conclusion, environmental change is uh, due to us. And the three main things that I focus on, and I don't really think other things are much of an issue until we sort out the pesticides, the plastic and the radiation. So that's what I'm going to put my efforts into. Stop using plastic, I can do that. You know, I can, I'm always trying to find alternatives and like I say, I've cut out supermarkets, so I'm not getting the amount of plastic from them. Uh, I try not to buy plastic goods. I know, it's like people, people should see it as a, a bad thing to buy plastic. It's a bad thing. It's a cheap, bad thing. Uh, but we had programmed to just get everything. But looking around, you know, my keyboard's plastic. The, this microphone's got plastic around it. it my, my propagators and my seeds are plastic. We, we, we need to find alternatives. Get get like uh, hemp going. And it's maybe I'm, I'm thinking of starting a campaign to grow hemp. It, try, and, try and make some alternatives. Um, and obviously the radiation, I've not got a clue. And Fukushima, you know, I've not got a clue what I can do about that. Um, I uh, beyond, beyond beyond my thinking that, but it's very worrying, very worrying indeed. And the pesticides, well, that's quite simple. People stop eating them, eat organic. And as soon as and this is the thing, we have power in numbers. We we are the common consciousness. And if we all want something, we can have it. This is what people fail to recognise because the media pollutes us and divides us, divide and conquer. We can't think as one unit, then we're powerless but if you think of one unit then we we control everything and the simple solution is buy organic and don't buy pesticide foods then there won't be the option to to do it it's it's, it's that simple really don't buy foods that have pesticides in them and now people will stop making them because they won't won't sell them it's, it couldn't be more simple so uh that's about it for today folks next time eh?